We are glad to make all of our Jcast Network podcasts free for our listeners. However, they are not free to produce and host. Please consider making a donation to Jcast Network to help support our work by visiting jcastnetwork.org slash donate. Thanks for your support. You are listening to Sermons with Rabbi David Seth Kirchner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. My uh, very first job as in the world was as a human remote control. My father, a blessed memory, would settle into his Barker lounger at the end of the evening, and at any particular time, he would tell me, hey, get up and point me towards the Zenith television that was 24 inches and about 450 pounds. And I would stand there and be commanded to turn to one of the other two channels that we had and to twist the dial and to see what was on so that he could enjoy whatever show was happening. Now, after a while, I perfected this role of being a human remote control. And after demonstrating such great prowess, I was promoted to the very coveted position of human antenna. That would happen when the reception on the television would get out of whack, and my job would be to adjust the rabbit ears, and if you're part of a particular generation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if it didn't work, adjusting the rabbit ears, then I had to take it up to another level. I had to bring it up to another notch. And my job then was to slap the side of the television set, to give it a good knock, a good zets, as my dad used to say. And to hopefully, by hitting the side of the television set, I would knock the picture back into focus. And often, it would do just that. And then I would go and sit down on my special spot on the couch. My father would reward me with a pat on my kepi and a smile. Within a few minutes, I would go back to my job as a human remote control when the commercial came on, and I would get up and change that zenith to one of the other two channels. So now, fast forward, and yes, pun intended, a few years. And in our house, our very first computer arrived. It came with a dot matrix printer. It came with a floppy disk drive and what felt like a 400-pound monitor. The person delivering the computer, which was a massive machine, and who was in charge of explaining all of the bells and whistles of this computer, gave an instruction to me and to my parents that was perhaps the most important instruction that we would ever learn in this computer. He explained how you get to DOS and how you turn on the machine and how the cables connect to the printer from the computer. But he said, if we ever get into a place where the computer is just not responding and you try all of its tricks, do not do what you used to do to a television and smack it on its side. But instead, I want you to hold these three buttons, Control, Alt, and Delete. And by doing that, you will reset the computer. 
That little instruction, those three buttons and holding them down was an absolute lifesaver so many times when I was working on a paper, doing a program, whatever it was through years, when I was stuck, I would just hit those three buttons and the computer would reset and I could start over again. No matter what happened with the computer, no matter what challenge it presented, Control-Alt-Delete always gave me a reset and allowed me to begin again. Over the years, as technology has evolved, so has our ability to reset. We started to take our batteries out of our cell phones. We unplugged routers for two minutes, or we hold the home button for 20 seconds, all with the exact same purpose, to reset and to start over. But a reset is not limited to technology. Any kid who has ever played sports in the neighborhood knows that when a ball got stuck in the tree or a car came driving by on the street, it was acceptable to yell, do over, and we could start the play again. Judaism has its fair share of second chances too. Adam and Eve are banished from Gan Eden, from the Garden of Eden, and they're given a new chance to rebuild their life and to rebuild civilization. God gave them a second chance. God didn't punish them with death, but rather the notion of mortality. And outside of the garden, they get a chance to rebuild civilization. After the flood, Noah saves the animals and Noah saves his family, and he is tasked with recreating and reanimating the world. He is the lucky one that is given a second chance. Joseph is estranged from his brothers. He is sold off to slavery, taken for dead, and then he's reunited with his brothers, and he re renews his relationship with them for the better. Joseph and his family are given a second chance. The Israelites and Moses get a second set of commandments since the first ones were broken in upset and in anger when Moses came down from Harsinai and saw the Israelites worshiping a golden calf. And in the very book of Numbers that we started reading today in just a few weeks when we get to chapter nine, we're taught about the concept of Pesach Sheni, a second Passover. It's a makeup holiday that falls one month after the original date on the 14th of Iyar. And anyone who was ritually impure or unable to bring the Passover sacrifice in its appropriate time on the 14th of Nisan was allowed to bring it a month later as a makeup date. My friend, a colleague, someone who I'm blessed to know who lives in Israel, Ellie Beer, sadly was struck with COVID and he was very, very sick. He was on a respirator for almost a month. Through the healing hands of doctors, caretakers, and God, Ellie survived. He was able to be flown back home to Israel even though he was hospitalized in Miami. He was in a coma on Passover. But since he awoke from his coma and was able to be back home on Pesach Sheni, the 14th of Iyar, he celebrated 
a Seder with his family because in every sense of the word, he was given a second chance. These examples of smacking a television, of control-alt-delete, of taking out the batteries or a second Passover has sparked my thinking about the reset that COVID-19 and quarantine will afford all of us in our world. Will this be a time of hard reset for humanity, for the environment, for our civilization, and knock us back into a better moral code, a healthier rhythm, a more appropriate way of life? Will it smack us on the side into focus on our family, our friends, the concepts that matter so much more? I used to consider it a blessing if I could have two meals in a particular week with my family before the pandemic. Today, I have two meals a day with them for the last 10 weeks, and it's reminded me how important it is to have mealtime with your family. Will this second chance post-COVID be a reminder of so many things that I, like you, too often took for granted and didn't realize until we were forced to have it around us? I never realized what a blessing it is to have Wi-Fi. I never realized or took for granted how often it was just to have running water, to have a pantry that was full of groceries to be able to be healthy and not need medical attention. All of these things are things that I would daily look over, but because of COVID have smacked me on the side, have hit control all delete in my heart and soul and made me realize what matters the most. But most importantly, as parts of our country begin to slowly and appropriately reopen, how long will this reset last? How long until we have to get up from our place on the couch and proverbially, proverbially smack that television again to get us back in focus and how many will have to be sacrificed for that to happen? Will our reset erase the nasty political division and create moments of harmony? Will it help blur out hatred and cynicism and shine some light on love and goodness and acts of kindness. The environment has received a most remarkable and amazing reset. I read this week that carbon emissions were down almost 20% in the last month and a half. The family and the family unit has received a most valuable reset. Meal times, family times, times for games together, watching television together. It has buoyed us and created the values that we too often caught when catch could and took for granted. That value of health and life is really a primal focus and has remained that way for the last 10 weeks and should reset all of us to be the primary thing that matters just the same. Perhaps through this unfathomable and painful death toll, through these unthinkable challenges of people who have lost jobs and workplaces 
careers, through all that COVID-19 has put our world through. Perhaps it is control-alt-delete for all of us. Perhaps it is a modern-day flood. Perhaps it is a removal of our batteries and a way to reset us with better attention to values in place of valuables and to laser in on people instead of possessions. Whether it's a TV, a computer, a cell phone, or humanity, let us maximize our reset and let us renew this moment and the days ahead for all that it has to offer. Or else, this time was nothing more than just that. Time not maximized. Allow us to maximize those blessings, to be reset for the better.